Once again, everyone, welcome to episode 61 of the Drunk Friend Podcast. As always, we're your host. I'm Trav. I go by Nest Friend. They're on the old YouTube. That's Alex. He goes by Snest Drunk. They're on the old YouTube. And today, we have a special guest host, Very Cool Guy Mike, also known as Very Cool Guy Mike on YouTube. Uh, Mike, Alex, how's it going? You can both compete for Who Talks First. Ah, I got to talk first. Me, 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 me. Yes, you, me you win. Sounds like you Alex win. won. All right. <laughs> Just, it's like, what's the most obnoxious thing I could possibly do right now? <laughs> well, I, I, I uh, do that just to say that I'm doing well so far. So good today. Love to hear that. You sound like very important mood. that I get that out. Well, that's good. That's good. How's very cool guy, Mike. Are you very cool today? Or are you just kind of normal? I wouldn't say I'm very cool, but I am. I'm. Okay. I'm very like temperate temperature. Uh, but I'm, I'm. You know. I'm. I'm good. I'm good. Hanging in. Very good. Luke, very good. lukewarm, Mike. Yes, very lukewarm, Mike. Guy, Mike. Lukewarm, Michael. Tepid, even a tepid, Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, guys, I just got back. I had to go on a work trip, and I had to go down to, whew, Florida, and it Gross. is. A, it, it is a time down there. Let me tell you what. A um, couple hurricanes rolling through, and then just a lot of uh, a lot of people just running around with their faces out. Very strange, but we survived it. I'm back home, and I've drank at least a cup of bleach, so I think I'm fine. Should be. I think you're supposed to inject the bleach, though. Oops. Oh, well. <laughs> Hello, jokes from 2020. All right. Really, really, uh, this is a truly a retro podcast a delicious yeah we're doing a delicious reminder of, of the past well unless you're reading the manga bleach uh that that's now there you that's, go uh, that's what you sh- that's what i should have been doing that's what you should have been doing yeah for that's sure right. that's right or, or maybe not i don't know also a bit of an acquired taste <laughs> <laughs> is that still going i think they stopped and then they started again yeah they're doing something yeah whatever i don't, I don't I, they're they're doing something everyone's doing something i have to i have to keep up with that crap because pearl my girlfriend reads that stuff every once in a while and i saw something where it's like oh now it's it's what's his name as a dad and uh their kid looks just like orohime and blah 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 and i'm like yeah i i know some of those words that, that's um, uh that, i mean that's essentially what's going to happen for you know most yeah. uh most of them they're like ah fuck we ran out of idea uh let's uh let's, let's just make their kids we could just rehash yeah, the same that, thing that, that, it's good Running out of ideas, that never stops anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey guys, I hate to break up the anime sesh, but just to reintroduce very cool manga, guy Mike. Trav, manga, Trav, <laughs> manga, oh, big I, difference. You know what? That was your chance for a well actually, and I'm, I'm so glad. Well you actually, oh, and I totally blew it. <laughs> you really blew it. Uh, yeah. But no, I want to reintroduce very cool guy Mike in case we got some listeners that only jumped on board at, say, I don't know, episode 57 for some reason, and they're like, very cool who? Very cool guy Mike is very cool on YouTube. He has his own uh, episode here in, in our catalog. You can go back and check it out. It's pretty funny. And you can check out his YouTube channel, which is also pretty funny. It's a very cool guy, Mike. No spaces. You can go there and get uh, get some, uh, what do you call them, earworms stuck in your head. And some of them, a little bit nasty, a little filthy. But they're funny as fuck, and I love them. <laughs> 100% agree. Uh, the uh, uh, What's the one... Uh, where he's fucking that rock, <laughs> slapping that bush. Uh, Fifty Shades yeah, of Green, I, yeah, Fifty Shades. Of I, green. I have to uh, watch myself when I'm at work, and I'm like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Well, good thing I got this mask on, so yeah, nobody can no 
no lip readers can make out what I'm saying. You know, it's very obnoxious or arrogant, but my songs get stuck in my head too. So I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little ashamed to admit that. But you know, it is nothing funny. wrong with that. Eh, we uh, we all smell our own farts. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. every once in a while, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I guess you have sometimes no choice. It's you know, but the uh, the getting his mouth part that really does. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I will sing that like uh like Enrique Iglesias. Like I'll hold my fist out and like pull my fist back toward my body. Like I'm really you know really pelting it out and um i love that part get in his mouth and just i hit the i hit all the oh. notes well, i really go really dramatic with it i love it i'm glad i'm glad you guys still enjoy it and that it hasn't gotten uh too uh you know overplayed can you imagine if you had to like go on tour and play that stuff live <laughs> and and you would get so freaking sick of those songs like but at the same time that would be really fucking hilarious to be to do the lead singer trick where you get you point the mic at the, at the crowd, and they all say, "Get this back!" Yeah, that would be great. You know, I was going to say, and Alex and I have, have complained about this amongst ourselves. We think your songs are too short. We want a full, you know, three and a half to five minute cut of "Get in His Mouth." We want the full yeah. We want thing all Axl Rose style, like piano. You're, you're wearing like an, a ridiculous looking <laughs> Elton John Admiral costume uh, with a bandana for some reason. You know, doing this like a, epic like. You know, nine-minute virtuoso version of, uh, you know, I'm a cop, yeah. That, or yeah. I forget the name of that. One. That that might be a little more difficult, honestly. I feel like I feel like my that's like my sweet spot, thirty seconds, and I'm like, oh, all right, I'm gonna move on. <laughs> I'm gonna go do, well, that, gonna go do it, something else. It's now. pretty. I actually really like it because you know, then the, it's a lot of jokes overstay their welcome, especially in musical form. Yeah, it's like, all right, got got the point across in there, in and out, done. I, so I appreciate the uh, the efficiency. Maybe if I ever Same. do play live, I'll I'll come up with like a longer version of it. But I'm not writing any more lyrics. There you go. I, I, I would just ruin. I just ruin everything. You got you got to do. You got to go all out though. You got to do the thing where the rest of the band stop, stops playing and it's just like a kick drum, <laughs> and then you try and get the crowd to like clap along. Get in his mouth. Get in his mouth. Get. In his mouth. Yeah, that's a good transition that- to a new song. Yeah. 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 There you go. You know, or you could just you know make a, a little compilation of all your songs and just have them transition through, and uh, that'll keep me from having to click around YouTube for all these damn things because that's the worst part is just trying to line up that next video fast enough. I, I think I'm gonna put things on Spotify uh, just because. Oh, cool! I mean, if I do that, it's not actually for people to listen, but it's just so that like nobody could ever say that these songs are. By fucking Game Grumps, which I have been, several people have said by that. They're like, oh, I think this is a Game Grumps song. No, it's not a Game Grumps song. That's my song. I wrote Ugh. Shit, you son of a bitch. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> no, that I would I would be upset too. <laughs> that would piss me off too, yeah. You're way funnier than those guys. <laughs> yeah. I agree. They're going to be our guests next week, Uh-oh. but no big deal. <laughs> uh, they did, nobody else, just... Cut, cut what you guys said and just only show what I said so that they're like, Ugh, well, you guys. in an ironic <laughs> twist, they're only going to be on the show for 30 seconds. Mm, so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Makes yep. sense. That works out. That was, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Alex, I like that. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we've, we're talking about, you know, some of your some of your classic hits, but you've put out some stuff recently, like uh, my favorite, which is Mario Choke and Dab Monkey. <laughs> Because he's the only guy in the castle. I love that. And I've always thought that, too. He shows up to this big castle, and he's just running around for adventure. I'm putting my balls on things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, God. I I uh, I had a lot of fun 
because when I picked up that monkey and he said he's choking me, I'm like, I'm choking the monkey. I'm choking the monkey. Oh no, another another sexual innuendo song. When am I going to be done with these? I'm tired of oh, these. Oh, never. No, you're not. You just don't. You don't say that. Sexual innuendo video game references are the only thing keeping me alive, Michael. Please. God, that's what my keep it up. My newest video it comes out tomorrow. Is it's all about that? About like how it's just too much sexual innuendo, and yet, and yet. I, you just can't escape, whatever, whatever. I don't care. Anyway. You can't escape it. Yeah. And so by well, the time people hear this podcast, that video will be in existence, folks. Yeah, so that's right. There you go. Well, and then the thing is, even when the, the actual song and the content doesn't have innuendo, it has it in the title, like <laughs> wrong hole link, silent hill for the room. And I like that one in particular, just because I like the idea of, of link, uh, ending up in all sorts of different games yeah. through, through that portal. Like if he could, he could come out and be in the middle of like uh, I don't know, uh, like WWF Royal Rumble or something. And like Rick, Rick Flair is putting him in the figure four. I don't know if I can make the figure four part, but that would be that would be very funny if it's just like all right, Link just falls through and is just there. He's there. It's oh god, yeah, he, he, it's not a bad idea. He's there. Gets hit with a steel chair. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I like the idea of him just like ending up in. The most dumb games possible. <laughs> That's a real, I, I do like because the N sixty four stuff. You could put him in. I mean, there's tons of those. Games. Yeah, for sure. Toss him into backstage rumble or whatever that the shitty one was. Do you remember the shitty wrestling game, Alex? The um, for N sixty four. Yeah, it was like backstage there, assault or something like that. The um, ECW one was pretty bad. Yeah, I, I forget yeah. what that one was called, but there. Yeah, there was also some of the WWF ones are really bad, like uh, Warzone. But uh, yeah, it's WCW backstage assault, and that was N sixty four. Yes, and it was on huh. PlayStation as well. But I've only played it on oh, sixty four. Okay. Yeah, and um, man, is it is it bad? I mean, it is just. I can't even explain how bad it is. I really wish I had some like adjectives and things to describe about how bad it is. But it's one of those things you just have to put your hands on it before you realize, like, oh god. This people bought this and went home with it, thinking that they were going to have a good time, and then they they were all sad forever, probably. Yeah, uh, I mean, my brother, uh, n- not really nice guy, nicest guy ever. You know, thought he was doing a real, real nice thing for me, getting a ECW. Uh, what it, it's like, Extreme Revolution mm-hmm. or something like that. He got it used probably for like four bucks, but he still, uh, he still got it for me uh, for my birthday. This is back in like two thousand three, four, and he knew I was still playing like older stuff, and he was like, "Hey, check this out." And that game was ass. It was not good. Um, it's just super duper clunky, uh, especially if you're used to playing stuff like No Mercy and Revenge and all that stuff. Yeah, I hear that. Well, bad times. Yeah, bad times. Uh, I I put out a video, uh, Battle Tank, but not just not just Battle Tank. You guys like Battle Tank? That seems like a, that seems like a, a just a a dollar brand game. Was it Battle Tank? Uh, but no, it's Gary fucking Kitchens. Battle Tank. You know whose Battle Tank it is. It's Gary Kitchen's Battle Tank. <laughs> yeah, kind of a goofy era for uh, games back then because um, a lot of, uh, I think a lot of, uh, I've read about this before, where certain developers, uh, I guess Gary Kitchen's in particular, and you mentioned David Crane in the video as well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they felt really slighted by the fact that they weren't getting enough credit. So for for their for their work which is understandable but they they go freaking overboard with it like crazy (laughs) 
where the his name is all over the place, his picture is all over the place. It's like, dude, not even bands put the go this far <laughs> with this stuff. Like, we get that you're proud of the game you made, but like, dial it back a bit, man, Gary. I, I, they're all like <laughs> Gary, they're, Gary with two R's. They're just, I'm pretty sure everyone was like, Mike Tyson did it. I can do it too. What what do I what am I good at? Battle tanks. <laughs> Gary, Gary, what do you mean? You're a programmer. <laughs> How are you good at tanks? <laughs> Shut up! It's battle tanks time. All right. You don't know my this life. Is my dreams. You can't disappoint me. Oh, Same God. thing with like David Crane's ama- amazing tennis. They're like, you're not even decent at tennis, David. It's like, no, it's David Crane's amazing tennis. I think it's just all right. Whatever. <laughs> That's totally what he sounds like. Mike, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Mike Tyson and yeah. Sid Meier's are the only two that. <laughs> <laughs> that I think are like can get away with it. Yeah, it's it's like fine because not not even like Peter Molyneux I feel has like the ego to do that, but he doesn't even do it. It's not like Peter Molyneux right. black and white or wait, did he make black and white? Whatever, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, black and white or Spore something. Now he made black and white and Populous and Spore was Will Wright. I okay, think. All right. and then uh, he uh, Molyneux did uh, uh, Populous. And um, what whatever the thing was before that, he did something else. Why why am I blanking on this? Dungeon Keeper. I, this is gonna bug me. I have to look it up now. He does. Uh, he he's yeah. He he seems like the kind of person that would be uh you know all about just planting sure. his, Put name. his name. Peter all over Molyneux it. presents Peter Molyneux's Populist presented <laughs> by Peter Molyneux. Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, God, what the hell game did he be? Did he make? Um, just, yeah, Populous, the theme park series. He did make black and white. It's just Mario Party or Chrono Trigger. He just like made Chrono Trigger. <laughs> so, oh, I didn't know he made that. Oh, that's crazy. I did <laughs> I just, you know, worked on it in his basement on nights and weekends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, okay then. I guess he was mostly known for Populous. I thought he was known for something else, like entirely. I guess not. Yeah, he might have. Uh, when I he might have fucked around. When I hear the uh, the. The the title Populous, I always think of. Is it the Verve, the band that sang Popular or whoever, or the Veronica's? Oh, maybe? not a surf, <clears throat> or not a surf. Yeah, I can't say Populous in my head without saying it like that chorus. Populous, my own car. Popular, Populous, be a star. Do you, don't you miss that style of singing? The the disaffected like. You know, I have to sing for this song, but I don't really want to like sound like I, I'm actually trying because, man, that would be embarrassing. It sounds so like I'm they're gonna sing trying like to like this. shit quietly at their girlfriend's house. <laughs> I think my least favorite era of like people singing. By the way, I'm I'm sorry if we're like really going off topic. Uh, well, no, we can talk about Gary Ki- Gary Kitchen's battle no tank yeah, later. Gary Kitchen is top. Yeah. He can wait. Yeah. Um, I, I think my my least favorite era of singing is actually two thousands like like pop punk kind of like y- you know I loved her and now oh, she yeah. left me because she th-. and then they're just like going off on like misogynistic like rages but because it's like you know pretty scene boys <laughs> they're just like everyone's like ah oh, it's fine. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Are you talking? What? So, what would that be like? AFI, like that kind of stuff? No, actually, like I'm trying to think, like who, who would be the best? Because Good Charlotte, Good Charlotte, kind of feels like that. Yeah, band, they, they yeah. do have they do have a little bit of the uh, Hoobastank. 
Let's go, guys. We're going on a va- an adventure. We're all teenagers in our 30s. Anyway. They would, like, fill all of the sports games with those songs, too. Like, there, were, there was always some menu rock where it was that. And you're like, why is this true. in my game? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's dumb. Very odd. <laughs> I just remember the AFI guy had, like, it, it's like he sang from, like, his Adam's Apple, yeah. where he was like, it's like how do you sing like that and not destroy your your esophagus it's for, just, yeah for sure that, I, I feel like talking i ruined my voice like right now i just have like <laughs> I, I, I don't know i have like a lump in my stomach in my in my throat i'm like oh what? maybe I, i'm I gonna say if you have a lump in your stomach from talking you are doing it wrong yes yeah yeah i might, might, I might be on stop you eating those golf balls be, yeah yeah no, i gotta stop eating those i was really into <laughs> balls <laughs> they got a lot of fiber mm-hmm. not the right kind but they have they do have a lot yeah <laughs> speaking of balls we got we do have a uh, gary kitchen's uh battle tank and um i did want to mention though that 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 game does seem kind of cool in that it lets you move around on the map while you have the map up kind of like in doom yes yeah and it makes it fast too like it's super yeah like, yeah it's nice and efficient i guess that's what that's the way gary wanted it because it's almost impossible to run around in the in the yeah, desert well, and do anything there's no like you said there's no landmarks like how do you know where you're going <laughs> i but, know um i i think that's pretty dang impressive for an nes game to be able to do that um and it made me want to check out the uh super battle tank games as well so i might uh, do that although although i will say the map itself does kind of look like uh what do you call it the uh <laughs> like oregon trail the, hunting? um what's that like the hunting part of oregon trail yes i was just gonna say that <laughs> yeah the, the where, where you have to go kill like deer and mm-hmm. bears and stuff in in oregon trail oh, yeah and squirrels <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was always my favorite when the squirrels would dash, dash past like a hundred miles an hour, <laughs> still managed to like waste like fifty bullets trying to kill them. <sighs> yeah, or- good times that Oregon Trail. Well, I was going to say about the Super Battle Tank games. I mean, they, I think they're a lot more polished and sophisticated. But that view, it's so small. It's like looking through a fucking uh, I don't know peephole of a door to play because it tries yeah. to like simulate the the tank cockpit. So it just has like way too much clutter in the way it's like here's the the a pillar of the tank on both sides and you have to squint and peek through a hole like i get it i'm in a tank but i'm also trying to play a video game on my tv it'd be great (laughs) if i could see that it's the oldest oldest trick in the book to help save like you know cpu yeah uh energy and or i don't know what the right cpu energy would be see now, now that's really cool but let me tell you guys about V. I don't know how much you guys know about VR, but there's a couple of pa- there's a, like there's one called like Panzer Tank VR, and like you're you're in one of these tanks, and it's the same view. But like we have we we have the hindsight to know that like it's not a good look. But like I don't want to play VR and actually pretend like I'm in a tank and I can't see it. I have to I have to squint through a hole again. I think it's I think it's hilarious personally. You know, the game was fifty cents when I bought it, but I was like, what the what the fuck is this? Why, why, this isn't what I want in a tank game. Come on, yeah, it's like trying stuff. to play any video game through a mail slot. Like, let me see if I can oh. see. Yeah, it's okay, there's a little bit of a view. I think I see a tank. Nope. Nope, I didn't because I'm six feet away from my TV and I can't see shit. This isn't real war, yeah. guys. That's Gary for you. Gary always trying to get that realism. Freaking man. Gary. Done with 
done with kitchens and now he wants to make tanks. <laughs> we got to get Gary on the podcast, Alex. I think he is attainable. We can probably get him and and David Crane. Probably for they probably have a speaking fee. We can get them together here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, yeah, I can give them like a ten percent off Bed Bath and Beyond coupon or something. Nice. But uh, yeah, yeah. If, they would. Well, they, you, we'd have to name the episode uh, Gary Kitchen and David Crane's episode or something, <laughs> just something cheeky like that. <laughs> Be too hard not to. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get into some of these emails, shall we? Go for it. Let's see here. We got a first. Our first one here is from uh, Giano. He says. Good day, drunk mites. And I'm assuming he's from Australia because he spelled it the way I said it. Good day there, drunk mites. Uh, He says a few questions and comments in regards to episode 56, which was like four months ago. Uh, Firstly, can we make Trav's karaoke fill a regular section? If yes, I'm putting a request for a stirring rendition of Folsom Prison Blues. So we have... We have a quarter in the jukebox for Folsom Prison Blues the next time Alex steps away mid-recording for a bathroom break. So you got it. Uh, he hmm. says, secondly, Trav also mentioned he grew up in the Green Hills. Have we checked that Trav isn't a hedgehog in a man suit? Um, I, I, don't, I don't know if I ever said I grew up in the Green Hills, but there was a uh, place near me that rented out video games called Green Hill Market, and it was, in fact, atop a Green Hill. So... I guess I guess I, I guess I'm a hedgehog. I guess I'm a hedgehog. I don't know. I be, were, was it run by hedgehogs? Perhaps. Uh, it was actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's oh, a good point. Exactly. Was, Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Yep. Wait, when you say run by hedgehogs, are they like on a hamster wheel, like powering the place, or are they in charge? Uh, the hamster wheel thing that you said first. Yes, that. Uh, in the back, <laughs> okay. several spray painted blue hedgehogs keeping the place powered up and uh they also had nice rentals you know you go into the basement there just you know when i was a kid it seemed like it went on forever like it was the scene in the matrix where all the guns come out on the racks uh, that's what it felt like down there i was like oh there's movies and video games for days and and now it's probably some guy's murder basement because it's been abandoned for about 15 years but um man memories right Jono's not done Jono says third i actually stopped and thought about the name albuquerque what the fresh hell happened with that name? Why can't you have a nice normal name like Australia's Wollamulu? He says. Wollamulu? Wollamulu. All right. Unless it's like Ric Flair's woo, like woo-lu-mulu. I guess that we would have to be that. Then he says, have a great weekend, Jono. So I've already answered my question there. Well, both of them, technically. So, Alex, what's... Do you know the entom- entomology etymology behind the no, uh, I would, Albuquerque? I'd have to imagine it, it's got some sort of native connotation. I I, I will say uh, I've always had a fondness for it ever since uh, Bugs Bunny talked about it when he said he took a, took a left turn at uh, took a wrong turn rather at mm. uh, Albuquerque, and I was fascinated. Not only was I fascinated to find out that that was a real city name, but did you know there is in fact a tr- a city named Truth or Consequences in New Mexico? Ooh, I did know. I well, I've heard that. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that at all. I, I first learned of that name uh, because Cactus Jack, back in the old WCW days, um, like early 90s, uh, was uh, billed as being from Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. And I was like, man, that sounds like such a cool, that's so much cooler than Parts Unknown. You know what I mean? Like that, that yeah. sounds like a, just a badass name, or, you know, kind of like how Undertaker is from Death Valley. <laughs> It's like, yeah, and it turns out, yeah, truth or it's it's usually a abbre- you know, like on the weather map, it's usually abbreviated to T and C. Oh, okay. What the hell were they thinking when they're like when 
all right, we're going to make our own place and we're going to call it truth or consequences. Does anybody have <laughs> any objections? Some guys just like, uh, no, maybe. Yeah, the, the one the one town resident back in like 1845 is like, eh, I'm good, I guess. I kind of like Smithstown. And you just shoot, you just shoot them. <laughs> There's too many Smith tests. Or he thought it was a game, and they're like, I guess I'll choose truth. And they're like, no, no, it's the whole, that's the whole town's, Deborah, get out of here. You don't even get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of like a, what, what the opposite of truth or consequences would be. I guess it would be fuck around and find out <laughs> New Mexico. Lies and, and uh, man, have you been saving that one up all day, buddy? That was a good one. No, I, I, it's, I'm just going off the top of my head here, Trav. Man, Give me I some would, credit now. I would love to live and fuck around and find out uh, New Mexico. I think. <laughs> I think a lot of people. Gosh, I'd just. Yeah. I'd love my. I'd love for my checks to say that. I would love all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I, I, uh, Mike was on a good, good uh, thought there. What else would it be like? Lies and. Uh, irresponsibility like the opposite of the opposite of consequences like if you don't face the consequences of your actions what is that i mean that's like i'm not about to, i don't know i'm not i'm not a words guy i i don't know i'm not a words guy either <laughs> make me more smarter with word can't think what are words you know i've been googling this whole time which is what have been especially quiet uh what are albuquerque comes from and uh, I don't see it. So um, it doesn't come from anything, I guess. Sorry. Wikipedia let you down? Uh, well, it says it is named from uh, the original name Villa de Albuquerque, but that doesn't tell me anything what is about it? where the hmm. word Albuquerque comes from, but it also might be a Spanish word. Let's see here. So. Let's, uh... Oh, now we're all going to Google at the same time? This is great. Fantastic. Glad I brought it up. <sighs> Let's see. Here. Albuquerque is apparently a Spanish name. No, oh wait, Albuquerque oh. comes from the Latin words albus and Kirkus. <laughs> oh, uh, that's so a fun it's word. Latin. Yeah, I never would have guessed that in a million years. But that's so it's the Spanish, right? Spanish being a Latin language, it was derived from that, and it means what is what is albus Kirkus. Which is a great name for a wizard, by the way. Albus Kirkus. Huh? Well, Albus really is a... Uh, he's the Dumbledore guy. Yeah. Uh, so That's Al right. His name is White Dumbledore. Yeah. Huh. Dumbledore. <laughs> oh, Albus means white. What does Kirkus mean? White oak. It's a... Uh, oh. Kirkus means oak. And there you go. We don't... I, I don't notice any white oaks out here. Maybe they probably all died by the time they... Uh, you know, I mean, it's the high desert. There's no tree. There's, there's, there aren't a whole lot of trees in the high desert. Well, we've gotten to the bottom of it, and then I'm looking up Wolomolo, and I'm, which I'm sure they say it like that. Wolomolo there, Mike, and uh, that is uh, also a name. Isn't of that a place. what that guy says in uh, Age of Empires? The Wolomolo. I don't. My my on my own on that it makes okay. me think of. What what are those uh those those things in World of Warcraft the the Merklars or whatever I I don't know what their actual names are but that's what they sound like they just oh that's that's <laughs> mm -hmm. that's how they come after you well real quickly here I found that uh, Wollamolo is an Aboriginal word that could be derived from either Wallamulla meaning place of plenty <clears throat> or Wallabamula meaning a young black kangaroo so oh. there you go.
There you go. Those are two very different things. People showed up here for facts today. I gave them facts. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, But we have have other emails we can jump into if we'd like. All right, let's jump into it. All right, we have an email from Alex. Hmm. Uh, and he he did the thing where he he uh, actually in a parenthetical put uh, the name of his uh, outlet, which is Ask the Cheese Gaming. He he wasn't as clever as that one guy who like actually put his thing. He, like he put handle? his like YouTube channel <laughs> as his name when he emailed us. Yeah, like the whole link. Yeah, yeah, it was like YouTube.com slash blah 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 blah. Free advertising, it's nice, like, wonderful. Yeah, it's like. It's like, nice going, guy. Anyway, Alex says, Dear Trav and Alex, I wanted to email you and say you're doing great work with your podcasting and channels. Thanks. Mike is too, by the way. Uh, yeah. uh, I know you weren't expecting to hear from this fellow today, Alex, but uh, you should know that as well. Uh, he says he's a first-time emailer, but longtime follower of SNES Drunk. His channel and Glenn Plant are what inspired me to start my own. I do have one question for you, though. Would you ever consider having more of the Metal Jesus Rocks crew on your podcast or YouTuber Glenn Plant? Cheers and thanks, Alex Ask the Cheese Gaming. Alex, did you write this email to us? Yes, man, I told you. We've been trying to get these guys on the show. Of course. Very, very clever, Alex. Very Classic clever. Alex. Classic Ask Alex. the well, Cheese. Well, you know, I... I, I have you know I have my own uh, drunk friend bingo card here, mm. so anytime anybody emails us asking to put uh, either James Rolfe or the Metal Jesus Rocks crew uh, <laughs> on our podcast, I, I, I scratch off that square and I'm one close one step closer to victory. That's great. What do you so, get if you win? I get to smell my own farts by myself in my office. So oh, well, that's I, not bad. But, but those farts will smell really good. I was trying to think of what the like, hell you would possibly win for that. Like if you're playing bingo against yourself. <laughs> Like it's more like it's closer to like a swear jar. Like, all right, when I hit this amount, then I'm gonna I'm gonna beat the shit out of the next person who asks whatever question. <laughs> right, I earned well, it. No, we, I will say, <laughs> I will say though that we have been in contact with Glenn Plant. He's a very busy guy, though. Like, I think our emails are all like three weeks apart. I, I think he's emailed me twice, and each time it's it was like three weeks after I messaged him so he is interested in, in coming on it's just a matter of uh finding time and it would be weird because uh, i believe he's overseas mm-hmm. so there's the whole we've we've pulled that off before a couple times but uh yeah it's always a bit of a challenge to to get that to work but uh yeah as far as the metal jesus people i mean we got rigs we've had rigs yeah we've we've we tapped into the hiney and the door that's right we got his buddies um they're not technically in the crew i guess but they're Obviously, on first name basis with uh, with the Jesus himself. The Jesus. I, I mean, we. I think we're on his radar. We'll we'll get him one day. We'll see. Yeah, give give it give it some time. Give it some time. You know, like let, let him. You, you know, Trav and Alex. They got they've got magic hands. They've got ma- they got silver tongues. You just gotta you just gotta wait. You, got, you gotta plant the seeds and let them. I'm not even like I'm not even like. You know. I'm I'm a guest host, so you know I, I'm 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 speaking for I'm PR today. Just give just give it a little time. Just give it a little time. All right, you know, let the, let them. You should be our PR guy. You do a great job. Thank you so much there for that. Yeah, please keep let it up. These two silver tongues, you know, let them let them do their magic. Anyway, that's right. That's right. We, we'll we'll massage that metal Jesus into this into this podcast eventually. <laughs> you wait. We're we've been we've been luring him in. It's a little slowly, little by little. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I guess that answers that. And well, thank you for the uh, email, 
Mr. Ask the Cheese Gaming, Alex. Oh, Trav, you wanted me to read read this one because it's like 14 paragraphs long and it's about controllers. Wonderful. Oh, I can read it. I'm, I'm ready to go. You want to read it? Okay. okay I, yeah, let me let me do it. Let's see. Uh, it's, oh, it's about controllers. Okay. This is from Mike. He says, hi, drunk foes. I'm just writing to tell you how disappointed I am in both of you, especially you, Trav. I can't believe all the terrible lies you have been spreading about the N64 controller. Your harsh words have offended me on a deeply personal level. I feel like my very identity is at question. I'll have you know that the N64 controller was created by Zeus himself, atop Mount Olympus, wielding Thor's hammer in the Eye of Sauron. It is thought to transcend reality itself. Some believe only a higher dimensional being could ever fully understand the complexities of its design. Or at least someone with three arms. Anyway, I have some minor tendinitis tennis elbow from work. Nothing serious, but it can make it uncomfortable to hold a game controller for extended periods of time. The PS4 controller is easily the worst offender, but the N64 controller is so comfortable that I can use it all day. For that reason... It has become one of my favorite game controllers. I even bought an adapter to hook up my N64 controllers to my Switch. Now I can play Smash Ultimate as Zeus intended. Okay, maybe the N64 controller isn't perfect. The biggest issue being how quickly the analog stick wears out. I've actually had them snap clean off during particularly intense Smash Bros. matches. (laughs) When I was a kid, I would actually open up the joysticks and swap the gears for the X and Y axis. Left and right seem to wear out faster than up and down, so you get a little extra mileage out of them for games like Mario Kart, where up and down is hardly used. Did this actually help at all? I don't know. I was just a dumb kid. Well, modern problems require modern solutions, especially first world problems, and luckily there is one. It's called Steel Stick 64. Some guys started making brand new joysticks out of stainless steel and rubber. They look amazing and will likely far outlast the console itself. Unfortunately, I think there's a waiting list just to get on the waiting list. All right. I guess I ranted long enough. I agree that the N64 is very flawed, but fun console. It's got a really small library of games, but I find myself going back to it mostly for the multiplayer experiences, stuff like Mario Party, Mario Kart, Smash, and Goldeneye. A lot of my friends have nostalgia for the N64, and I personally find the pubescent era of video game graphics to be charming. It's time for the obligatory mean comment, but this time I really mean it. I believe Alex said that you need 18 knuckles to use the N64 controller. Well, how'd you like 18 knuckle sandwiches instead? Your drunk frenemy, Mike. Take a breath, Trav. Take a breath. Breathe. Breathe. Whew. That was. That was. It. It felt like you read that all in one breath, <laughs> which is pretty damn impressive. That performance brought tears to my eyes. Well, yeah, I tell you, Mike. Mike wrote a, a I will say a quote unquote mean email there, as in like uh, that was pretty fun to read. So thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. I'm sorry you got tendonitis, but uh, I think you must have 18 knuckles. I mean, how else are you enjoying it as much as you do? Or three arms, or three or three arms. hands at least. Maybe it's where he's actually talking to you know what what was that dude's name? Goro or Kintaro? Oh, Goro, one of, the, one of those one well, of those dudes. Goro had like six hands. But he had he could play multiplayer with himself. But he had four. I don't know. Or is that, I'm, th- I'm thinking oh. of a Pokemon, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, po- Pokemon always gets confused for Mortal Kombat. It's too, too many, too many arms. Too many multi arms. Oh no, things. he only has four. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so yeah, Goro yeah. has four. I got excited. I thought he was an insect. 
Kintaro has uh, Kintaro also has four. Oh. One of those guys had six. Maybe we're thinking of uh, what is it? Shiva or one, one of the gods? Thinking of like maybe a ladybug or like oh, something like go. an yeah. insect. Yeah, we were way off. But yeah, so lot to lot to unpack there. But uh, does anybody want to go go to bat for the N sixty four controller? Like, are are, are you are you standing for it? Hmm. Do you not care? Like, what's what's the consensus here? I think it gets a little too much hate. I think there's a lot of people that just like to hate on it because it's kind of a meme. But for a lot of the games that I play with it, it's designed specifically for those games to play with that controller. So I've never really had an issue where I've needed to like introduce another hand into the mix so to speak but it's not like the most comfortable thing in the world for sure um i have a i I bought some extra controllers from our pal musty hobbit and he had uh some of the 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 retro bit style ones that are more like a natural you know natural controller and uh Mm. those go a long way in making uh, a lot of the games more or easier to play or more natural to to play in my opinion but uh yeah I don't know I think it's it's fine I don't have a lot of strong opinions uh pro or con do those uh controllers that uh, musty put you on are do, do those do they still insist on having that like twiggy uh analog stick or do they actually have like a PlayStation style or more modern like thumb joystick kind of a deal good question so I don't recall off the top of my head, to be honest. I don't have it right in front of me. But if they, that would be cool if it had like a, you know, it's it's an N64 controller, but it's a little bit smaller, a little bit more accessible. Mm-hmm. But it's instead of the the thing that breaks after you know playing for two minutes, it has like a modern, you know, PlayStation style uh, thumb joystick on there. Yeah, um, I, I think it's it's definitely a lot more robust. I'm going to put the link to the one that. I have in uh, our chat here. It's the Retro Fighters one. So I have a Retro Fighters one, and I have a Retro Bit Tribute controller. So I have uh, two different ones, and they're both you know pretty natural feel- feeling controllers. They're kind of shaped oh, like an go. Xbox yeah. controller. That's, that's pretty and, cool. cool. Yeah, and it that works looks, pretty good. That that reminds me a little bit of the like a GameCube controller almost. Yeah, yeah, a little bit without the weirdly shaped buttons. But um, yeah, that's that's solid. I it works okay. So uh, my. <sighs> It's weird. I think that the N64 controller is just like, I, I had very few games in which I even needed the D-pad. So I, I think that really you could just probably take off one of the, one of the, <laughs> I saw it off. Yeah. Just, just cut it right off. It's like Kirby, Kirby 64, Kirby's like whatever, Crystal Star, whatever. That one needed the D-pad, but then everything else like, uh, no, I, I can't, I can't really think. Now, I love the N64. That was my first console. Uh, but I don't think I would try if I used something like this Retro Fighters one. Although I I was looking up at uh, like the metal sticks while while you were like talking about mm. the email. Those look pretty cool, I guess. I, I don't know how much I would feel like going through the hassle. Uh, or not hassle, but, you know, going through the process of setting that up. I don't know. It's yeah, I would rather just buy a, a controller like this and just be set because they work so well and they feel great. So that's I'm not a purist Mike, when it comes to that kind of thing necessarily. Mike, is there is there a controller out there that would make you cry if you if you had to play you play N64 using it? Like, are we ta- what 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 would make you cry? Is it like the Mad Cats? Oh yeah, I have a Mad Cats N64 controller and it's it's garbage. <laughs> yeah, those ones that are like. <laughs> I mean, why I like the N64 controllers is because they look like like little spaceships. 
Uh, I mean, that's the, personally for me. I, I don't. I mean, I see what. What did he say? Zeus was making them. Zeus was making them, which is Zeus with Thor's hammer and the Eye of Sauron. He crossed a lot of canon for that reference. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, no, that's Hephaestus. I know Hephaestus made. Uh, he was a blacksmith in Greek <laughs> mythology. So maybe. Oh, look at this. Maybe Marty he Pains. wanted to make. The, maybe they wanted to make the N64 controller in the form of a trident, which is why it's like that. But personally, <laughs> I just think that it looks like a little spit. Because even the analog stick looks like a little, like, maybe that's the cockpit. And, you know, it's just like flying around. I used to have this little keychain of the N64 controller, and I would just, like, fly it around and uh, pretend like it was a spaceship. And then I got, you know, I had to put my name on the that's board. Cool. Right. <laughs> so, for being disruptive. Yeah, they're just like, all right, Mike, you big stupid. Ooh. I, 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 you know what's weird about this Mad Cats one? It, it's totally a normal controller, but just with like a, <laughs> with a fucking prong and just like an oddly placed. It looks so much more like a sex toy than the regular N64 <laughs> controller. Like Somehow this, it looks dirty. It's like, how, how dare you, Mad Cats? You made, you made a family friendly controller into, into a depraved. It's like wearing a banana hammock. It's just, nah, I, I don't want to look at this anymore. I know, right? Like, I can see, you know, like a kid's room having just like a, you know, like, because they're all the fun colors, the fun N64 controllers. You got your red and your translucent purple and all. I can see all of that, like, you know, hanging on a wall or like neatly put away. But then you put the Mad Cats controller, that, that's going in your mom's underwear drawer. Like, yeah. that thing does not come out. <laughs> like, when public comes over, we're kicking that out of the way because that thing looks like it, it does stuff. You know, I was going to say, like, yeah, I think I want to use, you know, you, you talk about having a, a small N64 controller for a keychain. I want, like, a regular N64 controller for a keychain just to have this, like, giant freaking thing there you go. hanging off of my keys as I'm trying to drive and I'm, like, driving real poorly and I've got this giant <laughs> thing in my pocket. But now people might think I'm, like, you know, some mm. kind of pervert or something. Yeah. So that's not going to work at all. No. That is true. Wear it as a necklace instead. Just yeah. Oh, there perfect, we go. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is that is perfect because it almost you know it kind of it nearly looks like it it could be a somewhat of a religious symbol. Yeah. You know, and you could think every now and then when you're you know getting ready to do something maybe a little bit risky, give it a little give it a little kiss. Yeah. Off the old necklace. Give there. it a tug. Give it a little tug. Give it a little kiss. Say hey, I gotta I gotta wish myself luck. I've got uh, the cross of Zeus around my neck. Miyamoto bless me. Go. Miyamoto bless me. <laughs> Miyamoto, please, please. We've gone in deep on this on this controller. Uh, I know Alex, you're you're not high on the N64, and it's understandable. It is the pubescent era of graphics. The controller looks a little bit like people got real excited with bananas one day and <laughs> came away with a bad design. Uh, but um, Mike, you you said you grew up with the N64, and it's one of your favorite. What are what are some games on there that you like that maybe a lot of folks, you know, not not in that top tier that everyone always talks about. <laughs> Got any B tier gems in there? I don't want to say who. Careful, I careful. I don't want to say HGs. Not the guest, but the. I mean, <sighs> yeah. Um, I steer clear of those uh, lawyers. Yeah, rare uh, emeralds. Uh, uh, yeah, stones. Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You know, it's kind of weird when I think about the N sixty four. I it it was my first console, but it's for sure not my favorite, which is the GameCube. Mm -hmm. Uh. Hidden gems on the N64. Oh, God. I, whoa, he, he said whoa. it. He said oh, it. Not us. And he said it. We are us. not allowed to say that on here. My Sorry, goodness. I meant uh, 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 di uh, diamonds in the... Oh, I'm not allowed to say that. Oh, my God. What else? Oh, you can say that. I'm panicking. Yeah, now. that's that's okay. a Beatles thing. They won't... They don't listen to this. Okay. 
<laughs> just making just making sure again as I, I missed the i missed the cue because i was just looking back and i just see i just see <laughs> ocarina of time and mario party and then and then on top of them it's just wave racer and the south park game so that's just the way that my current setup is organized Wave Race is pretty awesome. I, I, I'll I go to bat for Wave Racer any day. I love Wave Race, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I actually kind of liked Sarge's Heroes, but I don't think that's, like, that wasn't exclusive to the N64. Yeah, I played those uh, not long ago, and I'll say they didn't age. They're playable, but they didn't age too, too well. The best N64 games are always going to be the ones that tried to do something... Tried to do something unique, but understood where it was like understood the N64's limitations I feel because when you when you look at some of the other games like uh Jet Force Gemini I that game that game just feels kind of uncom- it's a good game but it feels uncomfortable and I think that games a lot of the times for like that generation needed to they should have taken the Nintendo approach because you know since it was just starting off with 3D they should have nailed the movement first and then built the levels instead of instead of what seemed to be like hey let's just just fuck it just make everything at the same time just who cares you know (laughs) i I think nintendo actually did a good job in in that regard but nobody else nobody else really put much thought into it what other games do i even have on the n64 i don't know well one that i like and speaking of glenn plant an earlier mention he recently put a video out on this but a game that i like and i think is uh, kind of in recent years uh, risen to the surface uh, is um, Mystical Ninja starring Goemon. Mm. The game is is wackadoo. It's super fun. It's funny. Like, it's it's fun, but you don't really know what you're doing because it does have this... Um, like, I don't even think it was originally supposed to come to the U.S. I think for a long time it was like, yeah, this is staying in Japan. Oh, and then like at one... At some point, they flipped, and they were like, you know what, let's let's ship it overseas. And they, they did like a translation to it real quick, and so there's some bad translation to it, some rush translation. And a lot of it is is culturally Japanese-infused to where if you're just not tapped into that, you're like, what is happening here? Uh, but I thought that made it really fun to play through because it was so interesting. And um, so that's one I think that is super, super playable that not many people have given a chance just because it might be a little bit weird. But Alex, I know you, you like the Super Nintendo Goemons, right? Yeah, they're all good. And to go on uh, further on Mike's point, um, those are games that kind of embrace their limitations. They don't try to shoot for the moon or try something like uh, crazy just for the sake of like, well, this is what we should be doing now because now it's, right. you know, uh, this generation and this is what every game needs to be Ocarina of Time now. It's like, no, just just make a good game don't try and reinvent the wheel and do all this other crap and i don't need crafting in a going on game i don't need cooking i don't need like any of these other like useless mechanics yeah th- you know i i i completely you know i i think of uh when i think of like a game that was like hey let's do something unique but also maybe not you know maybe not like go too far off the deep end is glover i think glover is a glover I, yeah, that that's pretty good. Yeah, that would be in my top ten for for N sixty four. Yeah, Glover, man, I, I'm I I couldn't get the hang of that game. I yeah, exa- couldn't get a grip on it, if you will. I, I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> like hanged. okay, Glover's gonna have a bowling ball, a glass ball, like a regular. But they they just they were like, all right, all we can do is make this ball do different things ever so slightly. Uh, uh, uh what are we gonna do? Uh, make the main 
character a, a glove. Okay, all right. Uh, let's just make <laughs> it like Super Monkey Ball a little bit where we have like stages where you're just going to easily fall off because it's a ball. And, uh, you know, just uh, let kids, just say it's for kids because kids will put up with anything. All right, let's go. We, we will. We, we As kids, I remember tolerating a lot of shit that as I'm like, I don't know why I played this for more than 10 minutes. That's the only reason why I think Shin Megami Tensei is good. It's good. <laughs> it's the only reason. Uh, I'm not about to go off on tangents about that. Um, what well, made for some good I videos for N64 for me? Uh, my if I, I and I'm 100 percent serious. I, I think my my favorite game is going to be Road Rash 64. I think that was the Road Rash game that got it the best, um, mostly because the camera zoomed out a bit. And you can see all the carnage and all the craziness and all the like ridiculously stupid crap, like how you can tase people and then their arms fling out perpendicular to their body and they're just like convulsing like something out of a cartoon or something. And they just keep going straight and sometimes they'll go straight into oncoming traffic. Oh. And it's I, 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 I can tell you not to laugh. There's no way you're not laughing your ass off when you play that <laughs> game. It's so funny and so much fun. It's got it's four player compatible. And again, that that's not a game that's like, you know, trying to do some Bubsy ass type stuff. <laughs> Bubsy or, ass. Uh, yeah. It's, it's it's just fun, and it's funny, and does it have the good soundtrack? Yeah, it, it it's got uh, Sugar Ray before. Um, it's got like Mean Machine, and um, what's the other song? There's another Sugar Ray song on there. Gotcha. Um, it's, I- it's got like a lot of that like late '90s punk before it became pop punk kind of a deal gotcha. you know what i mean yeah i have the 3do version and that has like Soundgarden. And oh yeah that, one's that, pretty that, cool. that that was a completely different game entirely yeah that but that yeah road rash is all about the uh the music though for sure it adds you know ton. that reminds me of uh you know i, I don't think this is like a, like a super uh un unknown n64 game i'm not a big racing guy like person i, I you know, outside of like VR, I don't really care about racing. But uh, what, what a Beetle Adventure Racing! I love that game. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've I've seen. Uh, I, I I've yet to play that myself, but it does look really. There's, fun. there's like this level where you're in like a Jurassic Park esque like section, and you're just driving down <laughs> the road, and just like the T Rex head just comes out. I I don't think you can crash into it. Damn, I should have tried. I should have tried to crash into it. Maybe you would have eaten the buggy and like the driver inside. That would have been awesome. I don't remember either, but I have I I do enjoy that game. In fact, the on the last Polykill podcast, we did a top five N64 racing games and Beetle was high on my list. That game is it's so much more fun than a name brand game needs to be. Because oh look, we got, you know, the Beatles in here. They're it's they're fun little cars, but no, that game kicks ass. It looks good and it feels good to play. Unlike the Lamborghini game for N64, which God, that game sucks. I knew I liked you for a reason, Travis. Trav. It's so hard to steer. They're like, look how fast we made these cars. It's like, yeah, I'm in the wall all the time. I don't like it. (laughs) It's the best time to be a gamer. Every second, there's a brand new indie game released. But there are so many of them, it can feel overwhelming. That's where the IndieQuest podcast comes in. We build a list of recommended indie games called The Quest Log and celebrate the obscure titles that you should check out. Available everywhere podcasts are heard and on polymedianetwork.com.
We we need to make time for this next email here from Robert Ring. I'm ready. Let's do he's it. Got a ga- he came up with a game for okay, us. Okay, let's do it. So this is pretty cool. Um, and he starts his uh, emails in classic Robert fashion in like mid-thought. So he says, speaking of 90s stuff, do you guys remember the Left Behind series of Christian novels? And I, I should uh, preface here that he emailed me later saying... Uh, um, he started calling them fallen behind novels halfway through the email. Obviously, I meant to say left behind, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm going to editorialize on the fly here. Uh, well, I actually remembered that one time somewhere around the early 2000s, a friend and I came to the drunken realization that the titles of those novels sound like death metal bands. Mm. So how about a game? Left Behind Novel or Death Metal Band? And then he lists a whole bunch of titles below. And we have to guess whether they are uh, Left Behind movies or movies, novels or death metal bands. The only rule is that Alex has to guess first because Trav might actually know some of these bands. I don't think I will. Uh, Yeah. And uh, Robert also prefaces. throws in a uh, disclaimer here saying I'm pretty much basing the list off of a Google search of quote-unquote death metal band names. So I apologize if a band listed here doesn't exactly fit into death metal. Answers are in a follow-up email and the winner gets nothing. It's my kind of game. All right, perfect. All right. I'm stoked. This is a great idea, uh, Robert. Thank you. Yeah, Trav, (laughs) you want to read these uh, and then we'll all guess. Yeah, do you have, would it be good to know the answer after we do one instead of memorizing everything? Do you have the email me, with all the answers? Uh, let me pull that up right now. I can also, I can also write it down since yourself. I have the notepad out right now. Oh, you have a notepad. Yeah, like the... Uh... Oh, okay, yeah, we'll do that then. Um... Great, okay, here we go. So, first one, is it a left-behind Christian novel or a death metal band? Number one is... The Remnant. That's got to be a, a, a um, death metal band, I would say. Okay, you don't have to... I'm, I'm just, I'm going to go left behind novel. Uh, you guys, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's a novel too. You got two novels in a death metal band there. Okay, number two, Apollyon. That's A-P-O-L-L-Y-O-N, Apollyon. That one I'm going to say is a book. That is, that is a uh, left behind novel. I'm going to flip and say band on this one. I'm going to say it's a novel. I'm just going to go novel for every single one of them. They keep it easy. <laughs> Very good. You're bound to he get might, you. Robert would be the type of guy that would all, all you know what? Let's stick to, <laughs> he's got 15 on here, but let's, let's just stick to 10. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, number three here. Soul Harvest. Soul oh, Harvest. Oh, that's a, that's gotta be a band. I'm going to say, I'm going to be opposite of you. I'm not doing it on purpose, but Soul Harvest feels very Christian to me. I'm going to say it's a left behind bot. <laughs> it does? Yeah, I just want to put, I just want to put novel for all. I just, I, I would it be foolish? Yes. I'm going to, no, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm, you know what? It, it's, it's, it's like the equivalent of betting a dollar on Price is Right. <laughs> That's true. All right. So we're all going on to number four here, which is Skyfire. That's too on the nose to be a band name, I think. So I'm going to say novel. Okay. I think I'm going to say novel too. You know what? Because I want to be a contrarian, I'm going to be. I'm going to be. I'm going to say it's <laughs> You're a go band. against yourself. God damn it! Just ruined your own premise. I'm sorry. He went against himself. That's how contrarian he is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, number five, desecration. That sounds pretty Christian. I'm going to say novel. <laughs> Sounds pretty. I'm actually going to say band only because I said it the way I said it. Desecration. I mean, I, it sounds like it could really be. It sounds like it could be a band, a song, 
and and a novel. So I for the sake of this game, I'm gonna go back to novel. Number six, the indwelling. That's the and then I N D W E L L I N G indwelling, not a word that I know to exist. What the fuck? That's pretty lame. I'm gonna say that's a band name. I think band two. I I do I want to be contrarian or do I want to do I want to just go for you know what? Oh, let's be contrarian. I'm I'm gonna say it's a novel. <laughs> you're just going off how much uh, your feel for uh, now you're being contrarian. contrarian. You're contrarian. <laughs> Look, man, I don't read books. All right, <laughs> for, Look, man. For me, don't for, come at me with your books. You can just you can just name your books anything. Like who cares? Like same with your bands. You know, I had a band once. It was a very short lived band, but it was called Banana Twerp. And Lil Wayne Jr. Jr., all right? That was the full band name. We had one session, and then I never spoke to them again on purpose. All right? So you can name you can name bands anything you want. It doesn't... I want to name this podcast Banana Twerp and what was Lil it? Lil Wayne Jr. Jr. Lil Wayne Jr. Jr. <laughs> mm. Featuring very Catchy. cool guy Mike. Perfect. All right. Yep. That's what I got to write that down. Put that on your notepad. Okay. <laughs> Uh, did you an- you answered that when you did your contrarian thing where you contrared yourself? I con- right? Yes, Great. I contrared myself. Number seven, Beyond the Sixth Seal. This one I'm actually going to say is a band. I'm going to go with book. Yeah, I'm going to go book. All right. All right. Well, it looks like you guys are contrary this time. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Mike. All right. Number eight, Into Eternity. That's feeling like a book again to me. Yeah, that's too, again, that's too much... Like really, if you're gonna name your band into eternity, just stop. Like, just, <laughs> just stop doing whatever. Just stop it. Stop all of it. I, I'm actually going to agree with you guys. So, this is oh, finally, we got an around the horn. Novel, novel, and novel. We're probably all wrong. Uh, number nine, the mark. I'm gonna say that's a band. That's yeah, a band. Are you guys? Are you guys like super? I'm I, now. I'm going back to my contrarian ways. Okay. <laughs> okay. Did you did you solve that one for yourself? Number ten, Knights of the Abyss. I'm gonna say book. Yeah, that's a book. I'm going to say that that is a Dark Souls boss. I'm, I'm <laughs> fairly positive that is a Dark Souls. That, boss. God, that should have been an answer for some of these. All right, uh, so. I'm gonna st- <laughs> Going back to the top. All right, well, do you have the answers, uh, Alex? You want to roll through what's book, what ain't? I do. Give me just a sec here. Um, okay, The Remnant is a left-behind novel. All right. So you're... you're uh, you're Alex lost on that yeah, one. Yeah, so. he lost on Sorry, that Alex. I, I'm, I'm tallying. I'm yeah. tallying. All right. So you put D for band? Yeah, death metal band. Death metal. Oh, okay. And I was novel. like, that's not how band is spelled. It's not a Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, I'm dyslexic, Good job. all right? How dare you? <laughs> okay. So the next one is, uh, let's see, Apollyon. Yeah. That is a left-behind novel. Okay. I guess I'm in the lead. Mike is winning. Tra- Trav gets that one wrong. I'm yeah, Mike's winning. So it's 2-1-1. One, one. Mike is in the lead. 2-1-1 two, two, yeah, two, one, one right now. All right. Number three, Soul Harvest. Left behind novel. Ah, oh, Alex is back down. It's three, two, one. Son of a bitch. Okay, All right, we're good. Number four, Skyfire, death metal band. Wow, Mike's killing it. Mike's got four. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. Okay, so you're going to get all of them. Okay, holy so shit. That's, so you guys both put novel for that. So okay, so yeah, four. yeah, four, four, two, one. There, yeah. Number uh, what? What number am I on? Five. Uh-huh. 
Number five is Desecration, uh, Left Behind novel. Holy shit. All right, tie ball game between Alex and I, four, or five, two, two. And these... Yeah, these novels don't fuck around. We're desecrating things. We're uh, harvesting some souls in the remnants of the Apollyon. All right, number six, The Indwelling, Left Behind novel. Oh! I think we all... I think... Did we all get that one? Oh, Mike... Mike's the only one that got it. Seriously? Okay. Mike's still perfect at six, and then we're tied with two. Number seven, uh, Beyond the Sixth Seal. That's a death metal band. God damn, he's perfect still. Unbelievable. And we're at 722. All right. Number eight, Into Eternity, death metal band. Ah, oh, he finally yeah, missed uh, one, though. Uh, but we all did. We all were. We all said we novel all for that one. Okay. That's, my, people people that's listening to this are going to be like, how the hell? <laughs> Number nine is The Mark. That is a left behind novel. Damn. He's killing Why it. Why did I think that was a band? Anyway, number 10 is Knights of the Abyss. And that is a death metal band. I, I can't believe I got that one. I fucking got, yeah. So Alex and I tied with getting two right. And uh, <laughs> I think, what did you just miss one or did you miss I two? Mike? One, I, th- I believe. Yes. You, That's crazy. I mean, you pure bastard. I, I mean, like I said, a lot of what I was doing was like, you guys would say something and I'd be like, you know what? I disagree. I'm going to just be contrarian. So, <laughs> Well, it's clear that you found your true calling. Yes. It sounds to me like you've read a lot of these novels. I might have written them. I might have actually written these books, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Good time. Thank, uh, thanks for the game, Robert. I mean, it's, it's honestly pretty amazing that you can't tell. <laughs> it's always a coin You really flip. can. Yeah. I mean, especially with, uh, I mean, really, some of these death metal band names, like, freaking, like, here's the ones that I didn't use. Uh, like, uh, Legion of the Damned is a death metal band. Like, come on. Like, that's, <laughs> that's too, like, I, that's something I would have come up with in, like, sixth grade. Yeah, I was going like, to say, that sounds like a Commodore 64 adventure game or something, right? <laughs> I know you guys aren't, like, familiar with... Uh, well, actually, I don't know how familiar you guys are with a lot of like manga or anime, but these days, that's what some of the titles are like. They're like, "Oh shit, I'm I've become a slime, and then I got transformed into another." And this is just the title of the series, and it's like, all right, I don't know why it's this long, or <laughs> so it's like hipster band names from like the mid two thousands, like uh, there or or like at least uh, song titles and uh mm-hmm. and uh album titles. Like there's a band li- called the uh, Liars, where um all of their freaking like they, they have an album called "They Threw Us All in a Trench and Stuck a Monument on Top." Yeah. And then the first track is called Grown Men Don't Fall in the River Just Like That. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's like every freaking song. That, that, I mean, that's like exactly that. that's exactly it. I think it's <laughs> fun. Edgy. Stuff like that is work, man. Like, people need to be... That's work. People need to be more chill on this naming convention yeah. stuff. Just chill out and name Stop something, so right? the, only long, yeah, the only long on. title... Eric Andre had a website where he was like, these are band names that you guys can use that I've come up with over the years. And one of them, <laughs> my favorite one, is Alien versus Predator versus... <laughs> it gets me... To, I, I start laughing before I even say it. Alien versus Predator versus Brown versus Board of Education. I love that band name. It just cracks me up every time I think about it. It's a good band name, but it's... That's the... Well, it forces you to, to think of uh, Alien and Predator in a courtroom setting. Yeah, it does, yeah. 
which is pretty awesome. <laughs> that's that's the only long name I enjoy. Anyway, all right, we have uh, a, a, a final email here, and this one, Alex, I can't. We've made it, man. I'm so excited. I know you're going to be specifically excited. Um, we got an email from famous hockey star Ray Shepard. Ray Shepard. Oh, I forgot to look this up. Uh, I was going to look. I the, the name Ray Shepard really rings a bell. Yeah. Uh, I want to say he was a '90s guy. I'm I think sure. Played for the New Jersey Devils. I mean, I'd believe uh, you if you told me that. No, he never played for New Jersey. Ah. He played for uh, he played for the Panthers when they went to the Stanley Cup. But oh, okay. um, oh, he was a big Red Wings guy. Okay. Ah, yeah, of oh. course. What a what a bastard. Am I right? Is that or no? You are right because okay. the Red Wings suck. Oh, take that, Red Wings so, and their fans. Famous hockey star Ray Shepard says, "Yo, yo, yo, what's up, compadres?" Mm. Uh, got a question for you two knuckleheads. What's with the knuckles? Well, there's three knuckleheads because Mike is here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ray. Snestrunk, you're a big Chrono Trigger fan, but I noticed that you don't have a video on Radical Dreamers, the Satellaview sequel. I just played through it myself and found the text adventure gameplay exceeding my expectations. If that's not your speed, have you tried that Chrono Trigger randomizer, Jets of Time? It's an unusual way to play an old SNES favorite. Uh no, I I a lot of randomizers are really <laughs> rough around the edges, I'll say. Uh Yeah. A lot of them still need a ton of work. Like the, the for every uh, I th- I really think the only really good ones are the Super Metroid and uh Link to the Past ones. Uh even the one that combines the two is really Ocarina awesome. of Time and really as well. well. Ocarina of Times is real. It has a really good randomizer setup. Huh, I wouldn't have guessed that. That's pretty cool. But there's there's um one someone tried to make one with Star Fox and it is a disaster, but it's really actually kind of funny cuz it's it combine it, it randomizes backgrounds, uh uh level layouts, enemies. So you'll be like flying around uh in the sky but in space somehow with like uh Andros like right in front of oh, you. Oh god. <laughs> like, it's 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 just a complete freaking mess it's chaos but um and donkey kong country you'd think that would be a cool randomizer no it's 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 pretty much a complete catastrophe but um Hmm. no i have not played jets of time um i'll have to try that um radical dreamers i just didn't i played it like well quote unquote played it um way back in the early days of emulate when i first discovered emulation and i kind of sped through it and I was like, oh, that was kind of neat, I guess. And then I just never really thought of it again. I never really considered it canon or anything like that. Stuff like that really isn't that important to me anyway. But yeah, I would have to dive into it again just to answer that question. But as for Nest Friend, if you had to be one of the Goonies, who would you be? And then he says, Chunk is a totally respectable answer. But for my money, I'd go with Corey Feldman. Who played himself <laughs> in that movie. not the character yes, name. Yes, Corey Feldman Corey as Feldman. Corey Feldman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your Goonies video was the first one I watched and was curious if you've tried the Commodore 64 Goonies game. It's all about Rube Goldberg machines. It might surprise you. Kind regards, famous hockey star Ray Shepard. Thank you, Ray Shepard, for reaching out. As you know, we're a huge hockey podcast and we hate the Red Wings, which I'm sure. <laughs> That's right. You, yes. I, I just Wings. learned I hated them. I didn't know I did until today. So sorry about well, that. I'm, I'm happy to hear Indeed. that. So, so am I. For anyone. I'll... You don't like them either. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What, what what wings do we like, boys? I like buffalo. 
Yep. Uh, they're, well, they're, I like Red Wing boots from Red Wing, Minnesota. Okay. Those are those are quality made boots and shoes. Like and a good, stuff. you like a good boot. You like to go new boot goofing. I know you. New boot goofing. That's, That's right. right. Okay. Well. Okay. So my favorite. Ugh, if I had to be a goonie, I gotta go with the. Uh, I gotta go with old Jonathan K. Kwan's data. I liked him. Uh, he thought he was really funny. <laughs> he had all the gadgets. In his shoes and whatnot, and I always thought that was super cool. Even though as a kid, I was like, I don't think I don't think he could really do that. I don't think you could have shoes do that. But still, Come pretty on, cool. Goonies, don't insult my intelligence over here. I know, I know. But you know, even as a kid, I could suspend my my belief that you know, I was like, there's definitely a pirate in the ground <laughs> with a bunch of treasure. And kids can find it, but when he did the thing with the shoes, I was like, ah, come on, I don't, come on, this is horseshit. But no, I, I, I think his character's funny, and I think uh, he'd actually be funny to play as uh, in a video game because he would have all these gadgets that would be fun. Uh, I have not, uh, you know, I'll be honest, I wasn't even aware there was a Commodore 64 Goonies game, but I'm I'm willing to try all the weird stuff, so... Yeah, Rube Goldberg, Rube Goldberg Machines, here I come. I might check it out. So thank you, uh, famous hockey star Ray Shepard, for the email. That's not to be confused with Bill Goldberg. No, of course not. You don't. You wouldn't want a Goldberg from uh, Mighty Ducks. You wouldn't want a Bill Goldberg machine, I don't think. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it could be fun, you know, tanks. Fuck around yeah, and you find might out. Be- this goddamn Bill Goldberg machine keeps... Tackling my daughter. I don't care for it. It keeps spear tackling everybody. Spearing and jackhammering (laughs) random dudes all over town. It has bad wrestling form. It just screams a lot. (laughs) It has a good goatee on it, though. I will will give it that. Where'd this pyro come from? (laughs) It just keeps shooting pyro. My house burned down. I lost everything. (laughs) Oh, the Bill Goldberg machine. Ah, man. Well, that's pretty much done it. Um, we, we've went, we've gone through our emails. We've talked to very cool guy Mike. Uh, very cool guy Mike. Do you have anything you want to add or say? You got any? Uh, you you promised us a, a lewd uh, Sonic video tomorrow. I'm excited for that. What else do you got going on? <laughs> no, no, the lewd the lewd Sonic video is in three weeks. This one ah oh, shit. This one's a Skyward Sword video. Uh, but uh, what else do I got going on? I mean, I'm streaming. I'm working on making a making a few longer videos so I can finally get monetized so I can rip the ads that YouTube has placed on my short videos. I could rip it out and be like, no money for you, YouTube. So there you go. You show the man. Yeah, It's annoying. But yeah, other than that, I'm just, just been hanging out. I appreciate you guys having me on here and here. You said you're streaming though. You street, where are you streaming? (laughs) I stream on Twitch and, uh, the name the name will change to very cool guy Mike in a few months, but right now it's sweaty naked man. <laughs> I like sweaty naked man. I think you should keep it because that's how you appear to us on Discord, and I wouldn't have it yeah, any other way. I mean, you know, keep keep expectations in check. I here. mean, you know, I I just uh, <laughs> I feel like it's a little easier. A lot of people, I'll, I'll like go into a chat, and then sometimes mods will be like, "Hey, are you cool?" You a troll? I'll be like, all right. First of all, I haven't said anything yet, like other than like, hey, what's going on? Like, why don't you give me a couple of minutes before you start threatening me? I mean, it's just like if any sweaty naked man showed up anywhere, that's what's going to happen. People be like, bro, 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 what's going on? You are you sick? Are you lost? You seem to be sweaty naked and confused. You sure you, you sure you mean to be here? And should we be protecting the people that already are here from you? I, I, I think it's fair. I mean, it could could be fair, but like, 
I don't know. I think on Twitch, it's a little different. It's kind of on Twitch. It's weird because people are like, this is a community to be about respect. We, we, we love each other and all this stuff. And, you know, and then there's just people whose names are like, I, you know what? For the sake of, for the sake of keeping the podcast, not uh, too. It's a family yeah, show. It's a family yeah, show. family but show. But there's some pretty bad names. Like Sweaty Naked Man is at least something that you'd be like, Sweaty Naked Man, you're a character. Oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> Some people have names. They're just like, what the hell? And people are making careers out of names that are like, I, I don't know, cheese. Like, I love cheese. Right. But that's that's his name. <laughs> that's like, this is his job now. And his name is cheese. I'm a cutie pie. Come on. Like, these are people that are like, these are their names. <laughs> these are their names. They're not they're not called something cool like dynamic and like entertainment productions omega cool like they're not they're not actually cool names everybody's got like a like a jabroni name you know yeah i like i personally i'm a big fan of naming yourself after uh an inanimate object like cheese like chapstick or a door doorknob or something like that like i i i hope to see more of that i hope that trend keeps going on i'm cool with i'm cool with doorknob and ceiling fan and Carpet samples. Cloud. And squall. Cloud. <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't know who would be offended by sweaty naked man. I mean, sometimes, at least twice a day, I'm a sweaty naked man. Of course. Like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with being a sweaty naked man. I would, I'm, I'm offended that people get offended what I'm, by that That's name. what I'm saying, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm innocent. Anyway, I stream on sweaty naked man right now. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you can find it. No spaces. Sweaty no naked spaces. man. Sweaty naked no man. No spaces. Sometimes you want a little space between you and a sweaty naked man, but in this case, when you're when you're typing it out there, no spaces. Yeah, very cool guy, Mike. Thank you uh, for hanging out with us, man. We really appreciate it. It's always fun when we can bring a guest back on and just lay back and uh, answer some emails. And you've made it fun for us here. So again, thank you so much for your time, yeah, man. Anytime. Yeah, thanks for hanging out. We appreciate Any it. Anytime. That's it. That's it. That's that's it for that sentence. Anytime. Sorry. That's well. That's how we're, we'll wrap it up. We'll even wrap up the podcast here with you. I actually scooted up in my chair a bit there. I mean, with you fucking on it, we're going to wrap it up with you on it because I think there's going to be something else here you can plug. It's going to come up here shortly. So, all right, everyone. That's been another drunk friend podcast. Hey, guess what? You can reach out to us with questions or comments at drunkfriendpodcast at gmail and we'll read them out here right on the show. Sometimes with Mike, sometimes not with Mike. Uh, you can go to polymedianetwork.com if you want to hear more podcasts from us or our crew. We have Tales of the Lesser Medium. And here you go, Mike. We have Petey's Power Hour, which you were on recently. Indeed, I was. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful time. What'd you drink? Uh, Seedlip. Uh, it was, it's a non-alcoholic spirit, distilled non-alcoholic spirit. Oh. Michelle taught me a lot about it. Or Petey. She knows a lot. Yeah, she does. And she also told me how exactly to break a bottle in case somebody comes threatening me at a bar and I need like a weapon like now. I was like, damn, it's good ass. That was interesting. That was good. So I wonder how many times <laughs> she's had to do that. That is even more interesting to me. I might have to ask her that the next time I'm on that yeah. show. Yeah. Wait a second. I thought you just started doing roundhouse kicks like uh, Patrick Swayze. And oh, yeah. Roundhouse. You start with you start is with that? that. You start with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Duh. I mean, come on. Yeah. Start with the kicks, but uh, eventually you got to get to the bottle, the bottle part. That's how you end the fight is with the bottle. Exactly. Uh, and then also we have Indie Quest if you like, you know, indie games and whatnot. If you're not interested in sending an email, that's not a big deal. Just give us a rating and a review and on a podcast app of your choice, and that'll help us out big time. Yes, it'll help us out bigger time if it's on the iTunes, though. 
I'll tell you that much. You can find us all on social media. On Twitter, I'm at Trav Plays Games. You can find Alex. He's over there at SNES Drunk. And where can people find Very Cool Guy Mike there on the old tweeters? Very Cool Guy Mike. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Why aren't you a sweaty naked guy over there? Because... Uh, <laughs> Because shut up, all right? That's why, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you could be, for all I know, but... Well, as always, the music that you heard in the beginning and you can hear right now is a competitor of Very Cool Guy Mike, uh, but he, uh, I, I think he would like this music, though. It's by our friend Coolor. <laughs> um, I don't know where I was going with the competitor thing. I, We're I just, enemies like, now. Pitting people yep. against each other as enemies. <laughs> But uh, the track you hear is called Electric Starbonds, and you can find a link to more of his music on the Buzzsprout podcast page. And shout out to Josh Leslie for our thirst quenching logo. Be sure to catch us all on YouTube. And thanks for listening. And we hope you have a great rest of your day. Uh, 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 I'm panicking. What do I do now? <laughs>